I be loving Talru. They be staffing me for years now with crew of the highest caliber. And I mean crew that be ready to set sail, not some landlubber who be uploading his resume years ago. Talru. Data-driven job ads that deliver. Arr. Ye be poo without Talru. Ye be walking the plank if you not be using Talru for your recruiting needs. Don't be a bilge-sucking scallywag. Avast. Use Talru to hire better. Now that is impressive. Not just Jordan's dialect, but Talru's commitment to ensuring that companies looking for hard-to-find talent not only find the talent, they find a partner in Talru who works hard to join and engage their community. Way to go, Talru. This rom is for you. Don't be a bilge-sucking scallywag. Avast. Use Talru to hire better. Check them out at talru.com. That's T-A-L-R-O-O.com. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. It's been a while now. (laughs) Firing Squad is back. We have one of the most elusive companies, startups in the space. Stealthy. Job.com is with us today. Aaron Stewart, uh, who is the chief visionary officer, puke. (laughs) He must be a millennial. Uh, Aaron, welcome to the show. Hello, gents. Thank you so much uh, for having me on the show. And and you are correct. I am a millennial. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. it. Oh, God. Uh, I know. That's just not a good (laughs) one. Uh, Aaron, uh, no one knows you that's listening. Give us a quick uh, elevated pitch on you and then we'll get to the company. Sure. So uh, my name's Aaron Stewart. Uh, I'm originally from a town called Luton, just north of London, but I live in Austin, Texas now. Um, I've worked in recruiting and staffing my whole career. Um, previously, prior to job.com, uh, I was actually uh, the owner of a business that was part of Hamilton Bradshaw in uh, the United Kingdom, which is owned by quite a famous person there called James Khan, kind of a, a king of recruitment, especially in the United Kingdom. And uh, yeah, and I'm kind of obsessed and, and love recruitment technology. And outside of that, I'm married with four beautiful children. Nice job. Jed. Did he say James Khan, like the, the Hollywood actor? Yeah, like the actor. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what's so funny? The name and spelling is the same too. Yeah, same spelling. But uh, if you if you Google James Khan, there's two. There's Khan the actor and Khan the businessman. And uh, James, yeah, Khan. He founded Alexander uh, Mann. Yeah, uh, the the RPO. I do know them. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He found he founded that and sold it for a, an inordinate sum of money. So you you love recruiting and you have four kids. Have you had a uh, a therapy session in the last twenty four hours? Uh, no, no, not yet. <laughs> this is going to be it. <laughs> I need it. You might need your head checked. Yeah. Well, Chad's going to run down the rules for you. Okay. All right, Aaron, uh, you are going to have one minute to pitch job.com. Now, generally on this show, startups come on, companies come on. They, they need the full two minutes. But when we got on the phone with Aaron, he said, fuck that. We are going to take one minute for the pitch. And at the end of the bell, you know, your minute is up, right? So the bell's going to start you. And then obviously you have a minute to, to hit it. 
Um, after that minute, Joel and I are going to hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers aren't concise and you start bumbling and stumbling around, we're going to hit you with the crickets and tell you to tighten your shit up. Uh, at the uh, end of Q&A, we have a rating scheme here at uh, the Chad and Cheese podcast. Big applause means you killed it. You nailed it. Can't wait. You want to buy Boats stock. Yeah. Um, golf clap means that yeah, you, you might be on your way. You need to tighten it up a bit. Um, but the firing squad, that means you'd better take your boat Bye-bye. and drive offshore as far as you possibly can and dump this business model into the fucking ocean. Go back to that shitty town you're from in Scotland. <laughs> So that is firing squad. Are you ready? I'm ready, gents. Excellent. Joel, hit it, man. One minute starting. So job.com is an automated permanent staffing platform utilizing artificial intelligence and blockchain to deliver a permanent placement candidate for only 7% of the base salary. So we're 65% cheaper than the statistical average in the United States. The fee is the most exciting part. We split it into two. We take 2% of the, of the fee and the other 5% is given to the job seeker as a salary signing bonus to incentivize them and congratulate them on taking their hiring into their own hands. Because of the use of blockchain technology, we're trying to create a fully autonomous platform. And by using rewards and incentives, we allow users to take control of their own recruitment because they're the ones with the skills, experience and education. They apply for the job. They ace the interview. Why on earth aren't they the person earning the lion's share of the fee? And because of that, we believe we have such a unique model, which will drive and change the $150 billion a year recruitment industry, of which $26 billion is being spent on permanent staffing. There it is. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. One one thing we didn't get, though, uh, if people want to find out more about yeah. this wonderful yeah. service, where, where do they go, Aaron? Very easy. It's called job.com. That is very simple. Which is where my first question comes in. What is the history of job.com? Because you weren't the first to own it. Uh, What's the history of it? How did you guys come upon it? What kind of check did you have to write to get the name? Talk about that. Okay, so so job.com was was founded in 2001. Uh, It was founded uh, by a guy called Brian Alden, who still works with us uh, in the business today. Um, It was originally a job board um, and had quite immense success actually towards around the sort of 2009, 2010. And then as time has sort of gone on, there has been increased competitiveness with like Indeed, Zip Recruiter, Glassdoor. And, uh, and so when we were on our acquisition trail coming here to the, to the US, um, we kind of heard on the grapevine that um, through sort of mutual connections that, that Brian was looking to kind of exit the business. He'd reached a point in his career where he'd, he's been very successful and he's been sort of one of the founding fathers of kind of job boards in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he already had offers from another major uh, job board that we all know. Um, but, uh, but he was kind of interested in what we were looking to do for the future of recruitment. So we went to see him kind of pitched our vision, what we're trying to achieve uh, and the changes we were going to make. And so he agreed to exit the assets of the business to us. Uh, and that completed in September, 2017. Now, sadly, gents, I cannot tell you the size of the check that we wrote, but I can tell you, but I can tell you. 
I can tell you this. Let's let's do some let's do some like in our head maths. Job.com had had sixty million double opt-in registered job seekers uh-huh. uh, uh, lists on the platform. Wow. They had uh, uh, thousands of clients and also had a domain name called Job.com, which arguably could be the most expensive domain name in the world easily you know because of obviously you know you're talking about nearly an industry that's pegged to be worth a trillion dollars globally by 2021 plus it's three letters and it's on the dot com top of yeah, the domain three letters yeah. on the dot com and, yeah top domain and uh, and also it has uh, a very high moz ranking and uh, domain reputation ranking because it's such a, a legacy domain yep. so um, so there's many different factors that kind of kick in that kind of you know tick more money tick more money tick more money so <laughs> i don't i don't think anyone's dropped dmoz in a, a firing squad <laughs> yeah, ever yeah. so yeah. good good for you to bring that up yeah this is yeah every url is .io and .ai yeah. and and we we've sort of forgotten the whole arms race of dot coms yeah. and uh so this is sort of an interesting story yeah. where did job.net come from though it sounds like this was also uh, a part of the deal job.com and job.net i mean those are both dot net obviously not worth as much as dot com but it's expensive job.net's been around for a very long time and it has a hell of a lot of trust as well yeah yeah so yeah that's exactly right and, and what we've done is we've kind of split the split them into two because my background has always been um you know recruitment and staffing but specifically job boards so we were like right let's introduce an automated permanent staffing solution with job.com so job.com is not a job board it's a we're a staffing agency we operate as a staffing agency we only get paid if you get successfully hired all the typical things that a staffing agency does but then job.net is our typical job board it's it's, it's what i would call an aggregator so we aggregate content jobs can be posted on us there's resume database search because we also own zillion resumes i don't know if you're familiar with that but we own that too and um, and so all of that's kind of packaged together to offer just a traditional job board solution aggregator solution and then and then the other tier is is is, is job.com so that leads me to my next question job.com different model than job.net mm-hmm. Different model than active hire, different or uh, than zillion resumes, different than my job matcher. I mean, you have so many companies that are going right now. How are you not spreading yourself too thin? So, so it's funny you should say that. So, so if it kind of look at it as this way, it's like they're all shop windows to one central database. You know, so they're all parts of the supply chain. So when you think, uh-huh. and you know, you guys know this, I mean, you know, everything starts in life as a click through Google, typically uh, looking for a job, then it turns to an uh-huh. aggregator, then it turns to a job board, then it might go to a staffing agency, then it ends up going to the hirer. And, um, and so what we've tried to do is kind of create channels and windows that kind of take a bite out of the cherry at every possible journey of the job seekers process. So you know, my job matcher and job.net are pretty much the same, you know, and, and so my job matcher is very much legacy. It was the business we started and, uh, but job.net operates in exactly the same way, but with a much better domain name. So we kind of shifted everything to that active hire again, very similar. So it's kind of, it's still there, still attracts traffic, still attracts users, but the efforts into job.net zillion resumes, which is just a database resume service has then just powered the resume database service in job.net. And then you've got job.com, which is staffing. So really, we actually only have two businesses running. You've got a job board and you've got a recruiting staffing agency. That job board has matching in it, though, too, right? I mean, the the, the my job matcher, is that is that another yeah, yeah. piece of technology that's that's different or or not? No, no. It's, so it's, it's the matching technology powers all of the platforms, all of the platform. Yeah. So all, all of the platforms use uh, the same artificial intelligence. And, um, and again, they all have opportunities for machine learning points, different touch points. 
there's you know we we like to kind of say and you know and i'm happy to kind of talk through this we're a technology business that happens to work um in recruitment and uh, and we very much are i mean i'm a big tech evangelist and geek and uh, and that's kind of the you know the, the the key to what we would believe is our innovation and success is our technology aaron i'm curious about uh your you embracing um blockchain and early on that was that was sort of a, a big uh differentiator for you and maybe it was sort of the height of you know bitcoin doing what it was doing uh a while back do people still care about this in terms of the employment space like what what is the the reason for the passion around and why is it important? Yeah, so that's such a, and I'm so glad you've asked that question. So the blockchain um, in the beginning when we started using it was in its crudest and, and simplest sense. We were using it to create what's called a, a private hyperledger fabric uh, smart contract between job seeker, candidate and us automatically. It's almost like agreed terms, like recruitment terms, automatically on autopilot on a, on a blockchain for just trust and transparency. And um, but But really, you know, there was this huge buzz, this huge hype, and it was great. It was great for us because we kind of, you know, not lying, we, we we rode with that buzz. But we really are a blockchain evangelist of what it can do for the future. So we actually are utilizing blockchain in three ways. So the first one is the private hyperledge fabric that I told you. The second one is a public blockchain, um, which is where we keep the record of when people are successfully hired, the signing bonuses, salaries, etc. But the third, which is our most prized possession, which is what we're working on, is Equifax for resumes. Okay, it's a, we are creating a trustocracy and meritocracy credit scoring for resumes. And, and how that works is people have been giving recommendations to each other on LinkedIn for over a decade. But what's the, what, but how can I trust the recommendation given by the person on LinkedIn or even the person in your reference? Statistically, 30% of profiles lie on LinkedIn, 85% of candidates lie during the hiring process. How can I give context to the hirer behind the trust of this resume? So it requires to create a meritocracy and trustocracy score for both the person with the resume and the person who gave the recommendation and they get what's called a TM score. So, and I can't go into the exact details how it's going to work because I can't give it all away yet. But what I can tell you is, is our goal utilizing all of the users we have and everyone that comes onto the platform, when they request references, there will be a score given to both of those users that are involved in that process. And when they get hired, if they successfully remain placed, their scoring will go up and that will be recorded on a public blockchain, which we will then make available to the entire online recruitment market. doesn't matter if you're a job board, staffing agency, you'll be able to query and reference just like you do, like banks do to Equifax to know whether or not this resume is true. Why would I give you a bank loan and give you money if I don't know who you are? Why would I give you a job and put all my trust, training, education, and money behind you if I don't know if you're the real thing? You know, it's time to move recruitment on and utilizing blockchain, the trust transparency ledger is a way of doing that. And that's what we're working on to create this massive central database of trusted resumes. So when you have companies like ISEMs that are talking Talking about building a passport system, which is obviously th the same kind of scenario. Are there going to be all these different systems that are going to share data or are they just going to be different systems that you have to to actually join into kind of like databases today? I, I might be in yeah. one uh, sites database, uh, or hell, I might be in 20 different sites database, but it's different information. Will this all be shared? So it's the same information, whether I'm using the ISIMS passport system, 
or the job.com system? How does that work? Yeah, who's going to standardize all this stuff? Yeah, I mean, so when you say standardized model, think how many credit referencing agencies there are on different data points in order to reference people on their financial you know, situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think- There's order, two. Well, there's, there's not because you've got multiple data sets that obviously pulled against that in order to kind of reference people. I, the feedback that comes into that, you know, like I might have X amount of different people that I've got credit with or, or, and, and all of those data endpoints going into that as well. So I would say that, you know, for example, ISIMS, you know, their passport um, uh, concept and what they're doing is, is fantastic. And what we would look to achieve with that is let's complement it. This isn't, a comp- this isn't actually a competition for us. This is actually about improving and, and, and bringing forward recruitment for the benefits of hirers and job seekers. So with the passport system, because we're all from the same space, we all know that there's pretty much very similar criteria we're all looking for. We've all worked in staffing. We know what hires need. We know what we need to, to kind of tick off. So I would imagine without having oversight of exactly the data points they're using to create that standardized passport, there'd be huge amounts of overlap. So why wouldn't you cross-reference databases with each other? Why wouldn't you have that, that cohesion between two platforms? You know, iSIMS is an applicant tracking system. Job.com is a, is a talent and sourcing platform. Both of our platforms generate data that allows us to verify who people are. You share that data together to create a much more accurate blueprint of what people are doing and the fact they're doing it honestly. You know, so um, so yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I think it's great. So this will be almost a score in terms of how trustworthy someone is. Yeah, yeah, and and it's well trustworthy and meritocracy. So 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 it's trust and merits. So so it's 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 like how trustworthy are you giving a reference, and how and how and how do we know that those merits that you gave the, the, that reference for? Are, are, are legitimate and it, it's because they're the two things that matter it's like can the person do it and is the person that said they can do it trustworthy and how how transparent will that be so with a credit obviously with credit check i know well if i'm late payments if i default if i go bankrupt like all that is as a negative impact yeah. like will there will people job seekers understand and know hey here's what your score is based on and here's how you can improve it or why it's not high so actually um it's it's based on sorry my wife just walked through the door <laughs> so that's so, okay that's cool so it's it's based on so we can't ever do anything that negatively impacts your score legally because potentially there's the opportunity that if we were to prevent you or or inhibit your opportunity of getting a job because we've given a negative reflection on you that in itself could could you know we could be liable but what we can do with it is it shows you the opportunity to pick the skills that you are particularly good at your experience and various other many components as we know that make up a person's uh, sort of employment makeup and you can then have all of those uh, bits verified and you don't get it um, you don't get a perfect score just on one successful placement this is about building longevity you know statistically people in the IT space you know like for Amazon and Google I read are, are you know there's a 12 12 month turnaround you know they, they turn around they, they, they come and go within one year which means over the course of the next sort of five years if people are using platforms like this like iSIMS platform um, they will begin to build a very accurate blueprint on on whether or not they've been uh, you know a good work person or someone that maybe needs su- some improvement and the only thing Thing that you can give to the hiring manager. <laughs> All right, Aaron, let's, to explain. let's move on to the next point. Um, I'm curious about your uh, your revenue share with job seekers and you know the five percent reward. I guess. 
talk about that. Um, how much have you paid out? How much of importance is that to a job seeker? I mean, don't they just want a job? They're not looking around just for the bonus, right? Yeah. So, so they are just looking for a job. And I think realistically, we appeal to uh, a particular audience set at the moment, specifically IT, um, but also legal and finance. Um, I can't divulge at the moment uh, how much we've paid out. Um, and that's for the bad news. <laughs> And, uh, and, and there's, there's, there's reasons and logic behind that, as you gents probably know. And um, and uh, but but what I can say is is uh, you know job seekers that do come to our platform are typically are, are quite often passive as well. They're people who are currently employed, but if they're shown an opportunity where they could earn a five percent salary signing bonus by going and moving, it's something very appealing to them, especially in in, in IT and technology. So you can't share aggregate numbers or a percentage that get the reward. Oh, so a percentage get the reward. So roughly, so of also of the jobs that actually get posted. So rather than actually people that are with the database of, of jobs that actually get posted, we're around about a twenty percent fill rate. So 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 what? So one in five jobs are getting filled at the moment. And and I think it's more than anything. It's because you know we we want it to be high. We know it'll be high. It's still relatively new. You know, it's a relatively new platform. And is it like I have to be on the job for 90 days? Do I have to yeah, submit any yeah, paperwork? Yeah, so you have to be on the job for 90 days. Feedback has to come from the client, you know. So so there's there's chance where people can drop off. Um, you know, there's there's many things that but but which is good for the hire up, you know, because we wanted to build it as well to avoid any sort of, you know, bad actors from job seekers, because, you know, they exist too. you know, people like that would just be like, oh, I'm going to go there, get my signing bonus, move again, move again, move again. You know, we didn't want to create a, a kind of burden for um, for the employer. We wanted to create an incentive that maximized their talent attraction, got someone that was definitely wanting the job who would stay for at least 90 days. And, um, and that kind of allows for the maximum immersion process within moving to a new job, which is sometimes one of the biggest reasons why people fail. They join a new environment, they feel a little bit out of place and they leave. You know, and uh, whereas if you know there's a five percent salary signing bonus three months away, you'll probably see it out. And during that time, you might learn to kind of get to know people and like the place. And you know, we don't sadly we don't have any stats on that actual thing now, but I'm dying to get them because I genuinely think you know that's a real thing. You know, that's a real reason why you know why people would be high, more highly retained because they've they've given themselves the opportunity to to kind of get used to somewhere. Don't you feel like this system right out of the gate would be perfect for the gig economy because when you have but that's what it's for. okay so yeah. so mainly for the gig economy and so how much money is actually in the gig economy on the staffing side of the house because what you're really doing and correct me if i'm wrong is you're pinpointing staffing and saying we can do it better faster and much cheaper with benefits on the back end how big how big is that nut that you're trying to crack well i mean it, it, the nut is 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 a is probably an indeterminate number at nut should i say because you know I don't think it's actually been quite done per se so much, but let's look at just quick stats for just staffing and recruiting. You know, there's over 20,000 staffing agencies in the US. It's worth over $150 billion a year. And, and, and one thing I just want to throw out there is we're not actually against the recruitment staffing agencies that it might apparently seem like, like, oh, we're just undercutting them and we're going to beat them. We're actually a support tool as well. We work with staffing agencies. So you might have a relationship with your client who wants the white glove hand-holding, but at the same time, why not utilize an autopilot system like job.com, which will kind of bring you the candidate you need to place, 
gives the signing bonus out of our fee to them. And yeah, we split the fee, but it also allows anyone who might want to become, you know, a, a kind of at home, you know, remote working recruiter, all the tools they need with no risk using us because you pay us nothing unless someone is successfully hired. And we work to staffing agencies, you know, small recruitment, big recruitment, whoever's turn. Yeah, but that percentage is going to be a lot less for them, right? Yeah, but I mean, if you're, if you're uh-huh. making 13%, I mean, let, let's call it, ha- I mean, let, let's say you're, you're charging 20%, you give us seven, you make 13%. And I had to pay, I didn't mm. have to pay anything up front. I didn't have to find any job boards to post on. I didn't have to pay for any AI or technology, I had everything done for me. All I had to do was focus on BD, which as a recruitment consultant is what I really want to be doing. So so it's kind of, you know, it's, it's broad strokes, isn't it? It's, you know, it's, it's you know, horses uh-huh. for courses. Some people are happy with that. Some people won't be happy with that. But I, I think that the, the uptake from staffing agencies has been huge. To give you an example, you know, we are now just that, you know, we're, we're about to announce and I can say it, uh, we're, we're working with Talent Fusion and, and powering with Talent Fusion's RPO with Monster. You know, so Monster will be powering their jobs through Talent Fusion through job.com. And also, we will be upselling Talent Fusion, right. which is their 15% uh-huh. RPO through job.com too, because there are, there will always, as you guys know, there will always be a company that wants a white glove. They, they'll, they'll want some hand holding, a person, someone to talk to, or roles that need that. So we've got this cooperation with Monster now and this partnership, which will be in the press. Um, of how we've got this 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 deal working from the payment standpoint, when we start talking about flipping it over and that five percent going back to the the net, the new employee, the 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 bonus, right? Is that paid in yeah. Bitcoin? Or are we getting hard American cash on that? So we were originally going to do uh, tokenized economy, as they call it, and uh, which would have been pegged against Ether, and we were, we were going to do that and it was being brutally honest a failure uh-huh. uh, it just didn't work out and uh, we couldn't make that work so it's going to be cold hard american cash and uh, <laughs> it's paid to you usa <laughs> usa yeah, usa oh, i love the usa and um and and it's gonna be, it's, been, it's paid to the job seeker on a pre-loaded uh, visa card uh, job.com visa card so if you go onto job.com you'll see uh, the picture of what the card looks like and uh, and it's with visa uh, we are doing a press release as well to, to to announce that that will be powered now by visa uh, so we're delighted with that and um, and yeah and so they get their cash on this preloaded card and also with that card that we want them to keep it because it's a branding exercise because you imagine uh-huh. i just got a signing bonus fantastic I'm at, I'm at the dinner table with my husband or wife and i'm like darling i got the signing bonus brilliant and you tell your mother your father your cousin but also every time you go to use those because statistically the average signing bonus will be around about two thousand six hundred dollars every time you go to use that you'll pull it out and you'll be reminded of job.com because it's on the card you know and we feel that that even as a branding and marketing exercise is, is so much stronger than the traditional, I go to a job board, I find what I'm looking for, I'm gone. Or I go to Robert Half, I get a job, I get, I'm gone. You know, it's kind of, we want to build a long lasting recurring relationship and take people on a journey throughout their career, which is why we want to do the, the, the Equifax resumes and why we, we've got this entire, what's called autonomous ecosystem powered by blockchain that we're building. And, um, you know, again, I, I'm not going to, I won't bore you and get the crickets with that one. I do love that the, the credit card on the website is not a metaphorical credit card like you literally have a credit card literally have that you'll be card. giving people that's yeah. very interesting yeah yeah you literally have it you you, you broke maybe broke a little bit of news particularly news for most of our audience that you guys will be filing for an ipo here soon yes. give us the, the lowdown on that 
Yeah, so we, we just completed uh, our pre-IPO funding. Uh, we are going through uh, our audit process now. It's nearly complete and we'll be filing our S1. Uh, we will be listing uh, on the NASDAQ. It's not public knowledge as in we haven't PR'd it out, but to be honest, we've had so many conversations now in the market that it wouldn't take long for you to find out that news. Uh, other things that we are doing at the moment, we are rolling up staffing agencies. Uh, so we have had a number of conversations and deals that are going forward now where we are buying out and rolling up staffing agencies. So uh, as a plug, if any of you out there have a decent staffing agency with good, good EBIT and revenue, message me. So um, <laughs> please do. We want 15% of all those <laughs> yes. deals, by the way. Yes, sure. Hashtag Gents, bring- cheese. <laughs> Chad, cheese, bring me any deals. Trust me, there'll be a kickback. So, um, but, but, but uh, truthfully, <laughs> but nonetheless, that, you know, that, that's what we're doing. Uh, and, and honestly, I'll, I'm going to call it how it is. We believe that we are what Uber was to cabs, we are to jobs. And we have every intention, why, why, and that's why we're filing to, do, to go public. We have every intention of becoming that big. And that, that's why we have 380 shareholders. You know, we are... We, and, and we have a name like job.com and we have technology, proprietary technology, dif- a differentiator. And, and because the market's so huge, we feel that we can definitely cut our niche. Notice how I said niche there, not niche like we do in England. But niche, we can carve our niche out of the market, most certainly. All right. So these are some pretty chesty statements um, that you're making. And, and Chad and I talk extensively about the 800-pound gorillas that are now in our space. Google, LinkedIn slash Microsoft, Facebook sort of putting their toe in this in this thing. We already have established players like Indeed, Glassdoor, etc. You have some pretty lofty dreams. Are you really going to be able to compete with the names that I just mentioned as well as the big staffing firms that I didn't even touch on? Yeah, so, so I actually don't think we are competing with them. I actually just think we've carved out our own market. You know, Indeed is all about aggregation, it's volume, it's churn, it's, it's, it's SEO perfection. And we couldn't beat them at that even if we tried, you know, but we have our own part of the market. You know, 60 million people move work every year. And based on our model, if we placed 1 million of them, we'd do $3.12 billion in revenue. Can we capture that part of the market? Uh, I think we can. I think we can because we're a candidate's advocate. We're offering a 5% salary signing bonus. We're offering cheaper staffing in a $150 billion a year industry. We're looking at an industry that's hugely fragmented with over 20,000 staffing agencies. Can we carve out our own part of it? I think, I think we can. And it all comes down to partnerships. So one of our major partnerships is, is Office Depot. You know, we, we're working with company.com and Office Depot on Workonomy. It's been on CNN. It's been on, uh, it's been on TechCrunch. Been, been, you've been advertising everywhere this week. Uh, the, the, the Office Depot is mm-hmm. moving to business services, and they are selling it to their 12.7 million business customers. Uh, they, have, they, they are announcing a multi-million dollar budget towards marketing that to customers. And one of those services is recruitment, and we power that. It's our service. They're reselling our service for three years to 12.7 million business customers in the United States. We have this partnership with Monster, which is which is which is massive. Obviously, and you know they're owned by Randstad. Uh, we have uh, we've just announced our partnership with Smart Recruiters. It was in Yahoo Finance yesterday in the press. Smart Recruiters. We are working with the leading SaaS providers of technology, and they love our model. You know because they see the value in it. They understand where we fit in the market. I won't take business from Indeed. I will take business that decides it needs to operate in the silo that I'm in. You know, and and so because of that, I think I, I I'm not. I feel because of, as you probably appreciate, the market's so big. There's room for all of it. There it is. 
Way. All right, Aaron. Our time here has come to an end. Uh, it's time for you to face the firing squad. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you got. Please, you just no. got really calm just then. Went <laughs> yeah. from this uh, anyway vivacious uh, uh, chief visionary officer to a very quiet, uh, <laughs> scared, scared guy. All right, um, I'm going to go first, Chad. If that's okay, sure. Hit All it. right, so uh, Aaron, dude, I love your passion. Um, I love the domain. I mean, people kind of poo-poo domains these days, uh, and it is it is very diluted from what it, what it was 10 years ago, but I still think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of value in having a domain like job.com and the other domains that you have. I think going public is very audacious. I think the, the revenue share with job seekers is, is very uh, same thing. Um, I think blockchain, um, it, the, 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 you know, the verdict is still out on blockchain in terms of, uh, you know, searching for a job. How important is, do people care? Um, and I think that's the same with blockchain on just about everything um, that's going on right now. Um, that being said, you know, I think that you have an incredible mountain to climb the, the competitive landscape. I think you have a lot of pieces moving in your business to sort of make it all work. I think, you know, to see a day where people are carrying around your credit cards and, you know, getting, uh, you know, a piece of the pie from when they get hired. That's a that's a very big dream. Um, and as an American, I can I can respect that uh, a lot. But I still think, you know, are you too big for your britches? I think that maybe you might be. I think that at some point you might have to scale the vision back, simplify, uh, make it easier for job seekers uh, and employers to understand what you guys are doing. So I'm, I'm by no means poo-pooing the business, um, but I'm also by no means saying that this is a slam dunk uh, and that it's gonna it's gonna take off, you know, regardless of what happens. So for me. Uh, I'm going to love watching this story unfold. I'm going to love you guys ringing the bell at NASDAQ if that's something that you'll be able to do and see what the stock does over the years and if this credit card thing takes 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 hold. But for me, I'm just very cautious about what's going to happen. So I got a golf clap. Good for you, man. I like the vision, uh, what you guys are doing, but I think you have a long road to go and a high mountain to climb. My turn. <laughs> Prepare. All right. First and foremost, adoption is the biggest bitch. I mean, you you can have amazing tech, amazing partners, but if you don't have a scheme to be able to ensure that you can bleed into the everyday routine and life of candidates and uh, obviously employers, then you're fucked. It doesn't matter, right? Um, back in the days, going beyond uh, adoption, also thinking about evolution. Back in the day, the newspaper should have embraced job boards and evolved their models. They didn't. They lost tons of cash. But I believe staffing is smarter than that. And I, and I believe from the pitch that I've heard today and some of the, the, the Q&A that we've gone through, that you are positioned to help them evolve, which means their partnerships are incredibly vital. When I was at monster back in the day staffing was 75 percent of our revenue i don't know that that's the same key today for them but i do know that that is a huge market to be able to partner with not to compete with so your pitch made a hell of a lot of sense with regard to partnership versus competition and i also believe in in saying look look at all these different pieces of tech look at all these domains and so on and so forth also a great answer because the tech is behind the scenes 
And the key is to make sure that the candidates and the employers don't have to worry about blockchain. They don't have to worry about ledgers. They don't have to worry about smart contracts or, or an Equifax kind of a thing. They don't have to do anything different. The system does it for you. And last but not least, you're paying in cold, hard cash. So from my standpoint, that's a big fucking applause. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations, Aaron. Yay. How do you feel? I feel great. And, and listen, do you know what? Both of you gents, your feedback is, 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 is fantastic from both of you because obviously you're super experienced in our space. And, um, and I actually take it, you know, on, I take everything on board because being honest, you know, Chad, thank you so much for the major applause. But Joel, in all honesty as well, your, your feedback is, is very correct because we are very much on a journey that we're, we're very confident on. But like any journey, there will be fluidity change might have to go back on things may need to be dynamic you know but what i can say is we have a firm commitment to innovation and improving staffing because you know what i care about the most and i mean this i'm a father of four married man and i understand how important it is to feed your family and pay your bills and that is what my mission is is to make that better for people that are looking to do that beautiful and with that if you guys want to know more check out job.com at job.com chad we out this has been the firing squad be sure to subscribe to the chad and chief podcast so you don't miss an episode and if you're a startup who wants to face the firing squad contact the boys at chadcheese.com today that's www.chadcheese.com hi this is tim guy the unbiased interview robot You're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I love these guys. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.